listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Hey there, BCs. What's going on? Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. We have another exciting episode of Beauty and the Beast. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and joining me today, as always, is... Hi, everybody. I am Paige Sullivan. And I'm Anika Four. And today, we have a very incredible episode. There's a lot of exciting things, cliffhangers. Oh, but by the way, we kind of have a special guest. Just we kind do. of. We do. I mean, he's yeah. okay. Behind the, <laughs> behind the glasses. Ladies and gentlemen, the much-anticipated JT Forbes, a.k.a. Austin Basis, welcome. I feel like it's more Austin Basis, a.k.a. Backwards. But for you beasties, hey. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Thank you. We are so excited to have you here. You've been like so great as far as just social media and and talking to everybody and stuff like that. Oh yeah, well thank you uh, for Jiming, uh, jumping on uh, JT Forbes Nation. Heck yeah! Are you kidding? We're like big Page fans. specifically. <laughs> I know Page. all of you who watch our after show, you know I really like JT. Yeah. I can't help it. It's the one-liners. I think it's I just relate to it. I think I'm that friend. So yeah. I feel like that's why I like JT. Like, we're kind of hoping that we get to see a lot more of him. Yeah. yeah. Me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. Uh, yeah. Spe- Next episode, yeah. yeah, I was saying, yeah. Well, speaking Good. of which, we got some really excellent news this week. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on season two. Thank you. Yay! Yay! So... <laughs> Round of applause. I mean, that must feel pretty like great because your fans are so incredibly dedicated from you had the How Brave Is Your Love. I mean, all of these things. What does it feel like to be on the receiving end of all that? Well, it was awesome, too, because two days after we got picked up, they did a, uh, you know, Beasties Love Austin. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Trended. We about- it was like, you know, they're just in, in true Beastie fashion, every time they choose to do something, they, you know, kind of ach- accomplish it. Mm-hmm. People's Choice. It started with the People's Choice, and then from there on, winning every online poll that I could think of. Seriously. Um, it was just, uh, we kind of almost have them to thank for our second season. Exactly. Because, uh, they're just uh, incorrigible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we say to the fans, like, they won't stop. They won't quit. No. At all. Quit. Until there was a season two when we got stop. it. I One of my hashtags was, don't stop BAT believing. Right. Oh, <laughs> don't stop. Get it, get Yeah. See, so I had a song dedication to all the fans. So, Marissa, if you could cue that one for me. A little dance break, a little celebration. Well, that Ali kind of did. She's yeah, a dancer. Let's, let's. On our show. My, my maestro. Hi! <laughs> I, I don't know what we're doing. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? We're <laughs> old. <laughs> okay, so never mind. Moment's over. I know this song. I just don't know the whatever we were Do you know who sings this song? <laughs> MC Hammer. No, I do know. Okay, you guys caught me off guard. It's late. It's late. I'm in. I'm in BC It's not mode. hammer time. It's I, yeah, like, I'm in BC know. mode. I'm in BC mode. Not hammer time. Yeah. But I have a question for you, and we talked about this briefly before the show. Do you think we're saying social media played a huge role yes. this season? Do you think that had something to do with you guys getting picked up? Or? Oh, totally, totally. Um. Because I feel like a lot of the CW uh, audience doesn't necessarily watch in the traditional way that, let's say, a Nielsen ratings, you know, rate. They rate on TV. They rate, you know, based on their boxes and their, you know, their um, information is based on that stuff. And they're adding, they're slowly incorporating social media, whether it's buzz or online viewings, Mm -hmm. into that those figures but right now it's not part of it really and so I think the CW above all other networks really follows that and and because of that and because of the you know the beasties being out there and being on social media all the time whether it's Facebook or internet I mean uh, the uh, Instagram get glue all these all these social outlets they just had that impact and I feel really uh pushed us into a second season you know there's also <laughs> the, the show is getting yeah. better yeah. and, and yeah. more intriguing and you know uh i like to take some credit for that but <laughs> the writers i think would take you know more credit because they just started writing these awesome episodes and twisting and turning the plot mm-hmm. and really pulling an audience in and and dragging them along with cliffhangers almost virtually every episode to the point where within an episode there are cliffhangers Mm -hmm. at every commercial break and Mm -hmm. uh, so when you get the audience drummed up like that and they're on social media while they're watching the show and they're on Twitter and Facebook and they're you know tweeting and you know trending it's I think it really has an effect and and I think advertisers ultimately are going to look at that Mm -hmm. and see you know but how potential. much of it do you think, as far as not finding out about season two just yet, do you think that was partially just to keep people hanging because there was so much going on? Because I watch the show, and I hear how many fans there are, and I'm thinking, how did you not get renewed sooner? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know everything that goes into it. I couldn't tell you. I, I was I was one of the people, and I, you know, I told this to not, you know, very few people because you don't want to, like, say, oh, we're going to get picked up for a second season, but you kind of just have a feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I felt like, I actually felt we were going to get picked up early for a second season. And when, uh, you know, Supernatural and, and Arrow and um, and the Vampire Diaries got picked up early, we were kind of, and we didn't, and we were kind of like, okay, so we're the next show. And then they started talking about Heart of Dixie. So <laughs> it started getting to be this, like, are we the next show or are we that last show? Mm-hmm. And, you know, turns out we weren't, you know, the last show. And we were, you know, the next show and yeah. it just wasn't until two weeks before up front so for a while it was like a toss-up though it was yeah, like you know, we didn't know if it was gonna be renewed or if it's gonna be canceled so you're kind of like on the edge of your seat what you know i think that was primarily based on the actual numbers right. you know and those are kind of like cold hard facts as it mm-hmm. you know as tv viewing goes but when it comes to uh, like insider knowledge and where the story was going, where we knew the story was going, and the writers and also Mark Pedowitz and the network, they knew where you know the potential and the you know the the storylines that were opening up 
and just starting to kind of get out to the the viewing audience, then there's uh, I think that factored into it more than. Uh, a measly kind of number based on a, you know, right, some right. integer or whatever, like an equation that is is worked out based on a uh, twenty five thousand people watching. And like you've said, though, the show really has evolved because oh, yeah. even us coming into it as hosts, I mean, most hosts come into it as super fans already, but we'd never yeah. watched the show. I mean, none of us knew what it was, and it's taken on a whole new life. I think since the beginning yeah. of the show, and we were just kind of figuring it out. And like you were saying, now there's just cliffhangers, and they're literally pulling us back in every yeah. episode. And I mean, I'm not one for the mushy stuff, so the relationship isn't what gets me every episode. It's just kind of the mystery of everything. So I don't know, but it just seems like, like you said, there's so yeah. much more to be seen from this show. And if they were to end it this season, especially after what we saw in the previews, I would be pretty upset. And especially <laughs> after the cliffhanger for the like the season finale. Oh, well, we don't even know. Oh, of course you don't, <laughs> don't know. But it's like, you know, I was like, they can't end it there because people would be crazy. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, you said you're not like the mushy type, but I there was an oh. audible at the end of the episode tonight. No, and come on. I mean, yes, right. Because and I was they, sitting next and, to yeah. him and I told him, like, I'm not one, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you had already seen it. I, I'm i not one for, like, the. she knows because she's always like, oh, and then they, they kissed. I'm like, okay, right, okay. We're over that. But that was very cute. I think it was less about the romance. I mean, in this episode, it was more about just what all of it meant. You know, it's 10 right. years, it's they met, yeah. and her mother. It's just like a whole emotional ball of fun. Yeah. Feels like 10 years since the pilot. It does. The show has evolved so much and so much information has come and gone and, and, you know, stories have traveled down these roads and the whole, you know, Alex thing, (laughs) you know, that was a whole chapter. Yeah, Yeah, eons ago. And, uh, you know, um, I think, you know, like there was a a previous uh, uh, draft of the script that was going to go back to the salty dog that, you know, where the, the show opened up. And I thought that would have been nice, but it just didn't work into the mm-hmm. the way the script evolved. But like that type of thing, where you like when that w- when I read that in the script, I, I kind of said, "Oh my god, it's been a year!" Like mm-hmm. we were filming it, and it was a year since we've done the pilot. So um, a lot of a lot has changed in, uh, within the show, and you know, within the audience too. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever get a script and read it, and then go back to the writers and be like, "Oh, come on, can we have this happen?" Or because for a long time, I know nobody knew when the kiss was going to happen, and yeah, all that other I, stuff. What the great part about TV too, I think, is that there is unfortunately there's a probably a four episode lag between when a show airs and then the audience reacts to it. Mm-hmm. So three shows have been already written and and kind of shot and, and edited before that like that show airs so once that happens and you know like let's say Alex, the Alex thing where people respond and they were like oh what's going on we want them to kiss blah 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 I think that was evolving already that had been written already so it was kind of you know when we got the back nine the first episode was like alright we're kissing now this episode they're they're having you know <laughs> they're making love you know yeah. like and then it was kind of I think directly and that's awesome because it's a collaborative thing it, I feel like the audience is participating um, they're not gonna you know cow to you know like uh, be subject to every whim of the audience because mm-hmm. every it's so subjective and and it's you know, they have their full arcs of the the characters in the story but it's it's nice to know that a show will respond that way and you know whether it's the actors on uh, social media or the writers listening to the response and hearing what the fans want 
and giving it to them, that's, I think, a great thing mm-hmm. in, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, not everything they want, yeah. but just... Just little things here and there. Right, right. You know, we had a viewer who actually asked us, what kind of backstories did you guys create? As far as, like, you and Jay, when you were talking, obviously probably the writers give you a little bit, stuff that we don't know, but did you guys sit around and kind of <coughs> brainstorm things about your childhood or what have you? Um, well, because we were, like, so swept up in, you know, going, and it, we, we all moved to Toronto, so th- there's a whole process that goes into that. And so a lot of it was just about, um, I, I come from, acting school and kind of do all the character background and 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 uh and backstory and sometimes you get a chance to talk and discuss that with the other actors but sometimes you just do it on your own and in my case i did it on my own and i was a little proactive with the executive producers because i know as these as i was talking about before you're you're living a life that's being written as you're living it Mm -hmm. so you don't really know and the writers don't really know what they're going to do in episode 15 when they're writing episode two you know Mm -hmm. so uh when i talked to sherry and jennifer i talked about what i thought you know was the backstory and they gave me a lot of good stuff that almost in every episode has run through you know what JT and Vincent's backstory was and when they met because it makes a difference if you were college buddies roommates and you know then hung out you know uh, afterwards and then lived together as roommates or you grew up on the same block you were kids you went to school together your families knew each other Mm -hmm. there's almost like more of a a relative thing like he was my brother as opposed to my best friend so that makes a difference because I have brother I have a brother and I also have friends and there's a (laughs) there's a big difference you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're there's a bigger connection or there's just a blood connection with your brother and it, it when it comes down to it you know I'm not gonna say friends are disposable but no. brothers aren't indisposable <laughs> right. so it's like you know I would do anything for my brother so that kind of kind of plays into everything I do with JT and Vincent you know and you see also we know that Vincent would do anything for his brothers as well seeing yeah. he joined the army after they were killed exactly. so I think that stuff like that does play a huge part in the character development and how yeah. the show goes and we see totally. that as viewers of it so yeah and also, like, you know, this is also stuff that you always ask, is there something that people don't know that we'll never find out? And those those things help, too, because, you know, it doesn't matter if the audience, like, is not going to know it or doesn't, will never find it out in an episode. If, if it's there and you're playing it, it's just another level and another uh, detail that adds the three-dimensionality to a character that is starts out on you know words on a page and then you have to bring it to life so mm-hmm. the more layers and the more uh fully rounded you can make the character the better it's going to appear and the more relaxed you're going to be when i have to do like the comedy or the drama or whatever it's all it all plays in mm-hmm. um you know second nature at, at some point Interesting. <laughs> so was I, think, the, I think about it a lot. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's okay. yeah, that's yeah. What makes it, yeah, I was gonna say that's what makes a really great actor. Um, I also wanted to ask you too a little bit about the life because I'm sure all of us want to know what you guys are doing when you're not recording the show. So tell us yeah. about life on set. Well, life on set is is it, it goes in in like it, it's kind of peaks and valleys where it depends on how the shooting's going that day Mm -hmm. if we're running behind and it's all business and it's kind of like do your lines and if we got the script late or we got it it depends some people are memorizing their lines like Jay and Kristen get their scripts and it changes every day so you get the first script and then as the days go on in that episode it's eight day episodes so each day the next day's scenes get changed Mm -hmm. so 
you almost have to be constantly memorizing. And so when that happens, the more that happens, it, the more business it is. And then sometimes it just gets silly, you know, like <laughs> the giggling and uh, especially the late hours. You know, I've been lucky I haven't done too many late long days, but, you know, they dance, sing, giggle. And, you know, like working, especially working with Kristen and Nina more in these past couple of episodes, it's just like... You know, it's like two little bees buzzing around. You know, it's like it, all the guys are like, just let they're, they're just doing their, you know, the thing. And it's like they're laughing, they're giggling, they're screwing around. And it's like, can we just get the scene done, like, and move on? <laughs> um, but, you know, that's that's how you, it's almost like a, a fraternity or, you know, sorority mm-hmm. in that way where you work together so long and you're on set for so many hours that um, you just develop the different dynamics and rapport with every every actor individually and it's mm-hmm. it's fun um so who yeah. came up who came up with the idea of the set tour oh um i when we were like you know we got to take advantage of the social media uh thing and and really kind of give the you know the beastie fandom b-a-t-b nation was uh a kind of a writer started um i'm not sure exactly who whose idea it was but um pammy uh who was one of the uh She's actually a script supervisor. Um, so she takes care of like, getting the script from the writer's office in, in, in L.A. to us in Toronto. Um, but she does more than that. She And so she was just like, I'm going to edit them. Here's, you know, like, take a camera, go in. We'll work it out with the, the crew. And we basically filmed it all in, like, a couple hours. And we did as much little... We worked out kind of, like, little bits that we may do. And we kind of mapped it out, but nothing, like, scripted. And then me and Nina just went in there and just, like, had some fun and threw them, you know, through the, uh, the J... You know, the not the JPEGs, the uh, the videos <laughs> over to... Like, I was like, JPEGs, it would be like... Right, right. Still framed. Like, uh, yeah, still framed. The flip book. Uh, <laughs> uh, we should do that. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, and then, you know, kind of, Pammy uh, edited them all, and, you know, some of them came out awesome. Some of them I was, like, embarrassed about. I was like, we got a little silly there. <laughs> but um, it was fun. Well, everybody gets a little silly yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. I think we enjoyed it. It was yeah, a way yeah. for us to get to know you outside of JT. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not that much difference, but uh, <laughs> JT's a little more high-strung and nervous, and yeah. I'm a little more happy-go-lucky. Yeah, he seems <laughs> always on edge. But right. I have to say, I was thinking, I don't know why this episode came into my head, but you have a great wardrobe. You get to wear just, like, sweatshirts and I get and to wear jeans. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> you have, like, what I wish I could wear to work every day. <laughs> well, that's no, that's no coincidence. <laughs> um, well, Catherine... And Ashton, who's uh, he's actually on Twitter, and she's like she has her feasties, her oh, fashion beasties. So uh, yes. you know, um, so she was when she came on board. She like there's so many processes. Like every department changes a little throughout the course of a 22 episode season. But when she came on board, we just had to sit down and talked about exactly what I thought, you know, JT would wear because of his circumstance, living in a warehouse, and you know, not having an amazing fashion sense but you know wearing the same stuff that we we rotate he has one tie if you have noticed like the ties I wear in the episode I have one tie um, which is like hers you know her influence more than me she was like let's just use the same tie it's like you know why would he have another tie mm-hmm. um, he's a professional he works in the lab most of the time so it's like comfortable clothes and kind of getting into that um, that 
he's got to do work with his hands and, and brain, and so he doesn't have to worry about like looking good or you know shaving. Or, right, you know, right. I thought my wife was like, "I finally shaved this week." When we left, and she was like, "Thank you, thank you." <laughs> she hated it. It was like you know, but it's like you know, it's I shaved twice in yeah. one year, twice. <laughs> That's it. Wow, wow. Hey. it's crazy. Where's life. Where's JT's girlfriend? I know, right? She I don't know. She disappeared. She, no, no, no. Well, actually, next episode, I'm, I don't think I'm teasing too much, but it's like he's getting ready to kind of go on a date and meet her parents. Oh! Um, but the, the problem is you never see her, her and yeah. so that dynamic that uh, we had in um, the Saturn Returns and even in, um, I guess, the episodes after was worth uh, where we have the little Skype chat. Mm-hmm. Um there was actually another scene that was had to get edited out because the episode was too long that was awesome it was an awesome scene when I'm like I gotta go check if Mutation there was this episode I think right after we came back that um, I had to go check with Sarah about Mutation because she was an earth sciences professor and so um, we we shot this scene and it, it was awesome I felt and and it's just timing wise and for like the plot points and the way the the episode was constructed it just didn't mm-hmm. it didn't need to be there unfortunately but it was an awesome scene and maybe you know if we push enough we'll yeah, see yeah, it in, right. in the DVD right, you right. know like right. it deleted scenes yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's hard to think of any of them though having a life outside of I mean Vincent and the Muirfield thing because Kat you know they can have a relationship because they're in it, you know, together. Yeah. You couldn't really bring her right. into this. So I couldn't. It almost doesn't make sense sometimes in these in these past few episodes where it's been really intense into, you know, all yeah. the battles and things like that and the sewers. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't take her on a date down there, so. <laughs> but I would like to see him flex his, like, romance muscle because all the advice, there's a, the uh, flash mob and... I think there's an interesting yeah. scene coming up that oh. that is not so romantic necessarily as... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> JT oh. getting his Mac on a little, <laughs> or, or thinking that yeah, he is, and, and kind of swag. a little, a little, a little flirtation stuff, and then you know, uh, it's interesting, but because it's in such a weird circumstance. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, it's, I think it's in the finale. Well, uh, if you, if you don't know already, Ali Kona is a big fan of the Tess and JT yes, thing. Yes. <laughs> I don't like, see it, and yeah. I'm kind of glad to hear that your girlfriend's still around. Uh, but she wants that to happen. It would be really cute. My I like wife it. does too. It's really, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Totally. High five in the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I like the way you guys play with each other. As far as like this, you guys are both really quick witted. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think I don't know. But he's so high strung. I feel like she would stress him out. He'd be like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it'd be like you know, quip, quip, quip. Wise ass remarks, <laughs> and then a kiss. Love <laughs> you. It would be like this, like the perfect total, relationship, total yeah, right. sexual romantic tension, and then you know we may kiss, and then she'd slap me like. A <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> of I can see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Test great. slapping JT right. and him saying. I like do it, it again. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do it again. Oh, my God. Oh Glutton God. for punishment. Right? Well, if any of you at home think you'd like to see Tess and JT, because apparently Austin's wife agrees with all of you. I'm oh, the yeah. odd man out. <laughs> so you can let us know on iTunes. You can rate, comment. Definitely watch this episode because we have our wonderful guest here. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. And we're also streaming now on your iPhone, iPad, and Android. So make sure you check that out. You can take us on the go with you now. So if you're at work and you're not really supposed to be watching us, you can sneak it on your phone. So make sure you check out iTunes and check out all of our AfterBuzz TV shows. 
So, speaking of relationships, I'm jumping around the episode. We haven't really even talked about the episode tonight. Let's dive But I do want to talk about I want to talk about the the Tess Joe relationship. Okay, I can't. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> he was a jerk. I'm uh, sorry. Like, I dislike him more and more each episode. I really liked him. And I just so did he leave his wife? Do you know if that's something we just missed? I I I, I don't want to talk about that because I'm not sure what stayed in episodes and what has been filmed and because okay, you know, okay. I know, you know there's a come. scene where he's talked about it. Right. So um and I think maybe it was a couple episodes ago where he talked about it. Well, he's mentioned it, but like I didn't know if it was like I figured we'd see it, yeah. like that yeah. we'd see right. that happen. Well, because yeah. they were talking about going public or not going public, and they made it seem like the reason was because of work, not necessarily because of his wife being in the way, right? Right, and that got pushed back anyways because of the death of his brother, and then he didn't, you know, he was dealing with that, and so I just think he's super controlling not controlling but he cares more he's too selfish he cares exactly. more about himself than he cares about Tess he want, wanted her to transfer then comes around at the end to the idea of her staying I just yes. but I was like how when he said that how dare you <laughs> it was like I, there's an audible that was board. audible too everyone's like what yeah because yeah. we're thinking maybe he might take the transfer oh I found it for you huh well, yeah, he's selfish. And I feel like yeah. this whole episode, though, the men need to go to counseling. I mean, Vincent was <laughs> yeah. crazy. Right. JT was all right. JT yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah he was like, good. Cool. He was the one who's like, here's your candle. And yeah. then he breaks it. But I just, I don't know. I felt like I was hating on all the guys this episode besides JT because Vincent was telling her what to do. And Joe was telling Tess what to do. And I just wanted to be like, oh, God, just like hit them or something. Tell them to stop because, <laughs> I mean, it's just frustrating to watch. It was frustrating to watch and it's so surprising to me to ever watch a girl like Tess. Take it. Even take take it to the point where she's still with him. I mean, right. she doesn't really take it. She she says, you want me to transfer? I'm not doing it. But she doesn't leave him. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting no. for her to be like, deuces. Yeah, but she's like, <laughs> deuces. <laughs> deuces. I can't she would say that. <laughs> yeah, she might. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just so frustrating to watch. He's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Joe, I just can't. I can't deal with him. Yeah. I can't anymore. No, I like him. I just don't I, like I, him with Tess. I, yeah. I don't like him. I don't know if you even like him, to be honest with you. I you think like I'm him. convincing myself I like him? Maybe, just a yeah. little bit. No, because I think he was a good boss at first. Before everything happened with his brother, I did like him. Well, Even yeah. more so. And I understand he went through an emotional time. He was just acting crazy. And he had those trigger-happy guys. And yep. it, it was just, it was too much for me. But I'm sure, you know, when anybody goes through an emotional breakdown, it's stressful. And you have hard times. Take a leave of absence. Which he should have. He shouldn't have been working on the case. But we've discussed right. that. But I just think, <laughs> I just think there were so many things wrong that now I just wish one thing could be right. And I wish they would resolve this. And I just don't think cheating's ever okay. So I think in Amen. this situation, I don't think it will ever work for me. I don't think I'll ever be happy with that. I know. No. Yeah, like, even if he did leave his wife and they no, ended up yeah, together, no. it still would be like, eh. Well, no. because he's just going to when she does end up moving to another precinct or whatever, he's just going to cheat with the next yeah, detective. Next Once a cheater, always a cheater. Amen. Right? Which I don't necessarily know is true because, I mean, I'm not a cheater, so I don't know if that's like a yeah. repeat offender kind of thing. But I just think, how could she ever trust him? It's a trust thing. Yeah. yeah. It might not be the fact that he'll actually do it. It's just you can't ever trust that he won't do it. But it's an audience thing, too. If you, you, know, you see someone do things like that, whether it's cheating or, you know, do something illegal or, you know... Uh, 
you you don't trust that person and it takes a while for an audience to watch a character evolve from that and make up for that mm-hmm. and you Very know true. he's trying you know he's, he's trying to do it <laughs> and you know the question is whether he'll he'll be able to do it he'll probably be able to do it with Tess before he does it with the you know right. with the, girl, the audience well yeah. anyways the girl's always easier <laughs> of course, to forgive well, yeah. easier to forgive <laughs> yeah, yeah. but that is a good point it's hard for me to trust him and yeah. just like it's hard for us to trust Gabe and for Vincent to trust Gabe which is yeah. that was which was a huge topic on tonight's episode mm-hmm. we were talking about it being a mama versary yeah. It was, eh. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him. Gabe? Yeah. I don't like him. Well, I go through phases. Like, he's so endearing, and then other times you're like, like whoa, 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 he's conniving. Yeah. Like, I don't know who he is. He's and a I, lawyer. Well, yeah, hey. They, they, now they, we know no. he's <laughs> And he's not only a lawyer, but, you know, he's, the he's ADA. something else. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah. Ulterior motives. Yeah. But doesn't it seem like he'll he'll do something sweet and kind of pull Kat in, of and then behind her back he'll do something and work. Where is the blonde girl? That's what I want to know. She's not answering his phone call. Is that what he said? He said something along the lines. Wasn't he talking to her at the end there? I don't know. Well, he was on the phone. Tyler. Yeah, so maybe he was, but we haven't seen her this episode. No. No. She'll be in. Next next episode? episode. Okay. Yeah. So I just don't. I don't know. It just seems like he has ulterior motives, but at the same time. You feel for him and think he might really have a connection to Kat because of her mother, and that that is something that he holds, you know, inside of him because it was the only good person he had in his life at the time. Right. So you know, it's hard. I that's a lot. That's a lot of information, even for a cat to absorb. As far as like, I thought it was really weird when he was reciting some of the things that she was doing in her life. The time she was oh at creepy the yeah. recital like, or some something. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. I'd be like, you were like a little kid. Why do you even remember that? It's like it's ingrained in his memory. Because that was the only, like, you know, if you think so, about, like, the sympathy. It yeah. was the only positive things that happened to him in that environment. And, right. you know, to, like, survival mode, to get through some of that stuff, you, you're you you're going to hold on to the positive the things. It's like things. if you have, like, a fight with someone before they pass away, you, you're not going to be like, you know, I, you're going to hold them when, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I remember when I called you a, a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like... Oh my God! Remember that time when we were like, you know, mm-hmm. went on the boardwalk or whatever. Um, and I feel like that's the thing. And he kind of lived vicariously all these years through Cat and all the, her stories. And like, you know, uh, it kind of got sloppy seconds. Like, got yeah. the VHS when it was old, and you know, mm-hmm. they stopped watching whatever the Pink airplane. Oh, oh, it was we should do a French off. Yes. Not a, a British off. I, I, I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't even know. And I can uh, Ooh, Alicone is Eliza Doolittle. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was sad, though, to see that her mom's been gone for 10 years. The one thing that I thought was strange, though, was that they do that little celebration to celebrate her, uh, the pizza and the songs and stuff. Yeah. But that, for me, I feel like that's kind of like... I I would find it painful to do that every single year. Yeah, but I get it. Instead of being mourning and sad yeah. over somebody, yeah. you celebrate their life. Celebrate a lot of people them. say that. No, I think a lot of people do things like that. I just I just wonder, you know, eating her pizza. That would make me sad. You know, I'd want to do something fun right. that she would know, you know, would make her happy. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I got real sad when I saw Heather wearing her mom's clothes. Well, at first I was going to yeah. say, I wanted to say, was she a nurse now? Because yeah. we haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> Where is and she? I was like, is she a nurse? Yeah. And then she said, I'm wearing mom's scrubs, which was so sad. Yeah. She's uh, been in my spin class. 
Oh, that's where yeah, she's been. That's where she's been. Nicole? Heather? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, <laughs> so class. she's so cute. She is cute. We don't necessarily love Heather all the time, but well, we're not yeah. supposed to. Nicole is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She looks cute. I mean. When he, when he, when Gabe, I, I just love the part when Gabe said that he, you know, why he was going to Vanessa, uh, uh, that okay. he had a anemic <laughs> thing. She's like, oh my God. Oh my God! You know, like, <laughs> she probably doesn't even know what being anemic is. Right. Oh no! no. <laughs> like, oh my God! That's like a life-threatening disease. <laughs> yeah, she's a typical little sister on the show. Oh, though, totally, for totally. sure. I can see my sister in her. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> she's like watching the show. Like, she doesn't watch, so it's fine. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, it was cute and it was. Sad, but also there was a happy twist on it because Vincent and her have their anniversary. Kind they do. Of. It's the anniversary of when they met, correct? I mean, yeah, when he saved her last, right? Yeah. The first time, the he very saved first her. time. I have well, an inkling, though, he knew about her before then. You think like, so? Yeah. Stalker wise and and protection wise, like for you know her mother, right. like protecting her mother, but they didn't actually meet, mm-hmm. and he might not have even known about her until right. he actually saw her. You know, right? Like, right. Um, that he knew his doctor had daughters, and and, right. and then all of a sudden, his you know this person he's trying to protect gets shot, and then he's he assumes the yeah role protect like if I can't protect her mom, then I'm going to protect her and do everything I can. It, it really is like an sight. animal instinct in, in him now. I know we know he's turning into an animal basically, but it's it's crazy how intense that feeling he has is. Yeah, I don't know. Because at first it was like he's just being a guy. He's being super jealous. And he's like, it's not a jealousy thing for me. It's a yeah. protection thing. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> what if a guy, like, followed you all the time? Like, he that, follows yeah. her all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in real life, if that were happening, I'd be like, Mom, call Well, if he looked like that, I mean, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> How do you think you found her at, like, the, the uh, uh, you know, going upstate and the farmhouse? Well, that's he what I was wondering. Yeah. Is that, well, dude, he picked up the scent. I was about to say that. I was going to say, is he going to smell her the whole way there? Because he that, had no idea. That was idea. a line change, actually. Oh. He was like, remember when he, she, he says, uh, um... I sense. I knew. How did you know my mom wasn't in the grave? Yeah. He said I sensed it, and I think originally, what you sense it? She says, and I think the original line was, "Did you smell it?" <laughs> it, just, it just sounded it's so weird. odd in that format, but it's true. It's yeah. like you know, you euphemistically said. I he said I sensed it. You know, mm-hmm. or did you sense it? Because smelling your dead mom <laughs> yeah. in a grave yeah. oh, gosh. is kind of a weird, morbid, image. gross. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that is true. I was I was wondering how he got there, but. We never question it because once he's there, you know, he saves her. So we're never like, oh, well, how did he get there? Right, right. So. Huh. But would you guys be ticked off if you, if he knew, you or her, and he knew your mom was missing from her grave months ago? Would that years ago. Off? Wasn't it years? Did, I thought you said months. She no, said months. 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 Yeah. months. Oh, okay. I would. I definitely be mad? would. I'd be mad at him. I'd be like, you know, you could have told me. It's not After all thing. that we've gone through, you yeah. know, it's like. Yeah, but then again, it's his protection thing, so. Yeah. There's a line there, though, you know? that It's, it's weird that know. she has a new grave, though. Like, they, they moved her just to bury I her. I understand that. Well, we don't know. They're going to dig into yeah. it. But it's yeah, it's yeah. strange. It's strange and also nice to know that they took, you know, the liberty to bury her again and at least remember her in some way. They didn't just take her body in. Well, you also said, uh, if you notice, and this is where the writing is really good, when they see the grave and they go to it, he's like, there's a body in there. Like oh, confirming, oh. he didn't say your Who's? mom's in there. Yeah, so it's like they always leave that stuff open because you never know. Yeah, it's like right. the Alex thing when she was on the bus. Yeah, and I think she's coming back. Like I think she's gonna come back, 
but they make you feel like no I just I, it was just one of those things I felt like they it was a great way to end it because she could have either been killed or she's coming back and they're just following yeah. her so that is true they always leave things and we're like is it happening right. <laughs> well it's like the theory with Evan too I mean clearly he got shot multiple times but at yeah. the same time we saw this lab prior and it's got all these like pieces of body yeah. parts and it's like hmm Frankenstein hmm. <laughs> and setting it up for un, un, unending possibilities really exactly. I know never ending possibilities you never know who's gonna walk out the next door as a beast yeah oh god mm. so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to get to the fun part. Not that this isn't fun, but, you know, we had a, we were talking about it, but we have a Twitter follower that was asking us to do a word off. <laughs> I'm like, a British word off? I don't know what that is. I tried to Google it, and it did nothing. So this yeah, is, I don't know what that is. This is what I, Sounds this, a little suggestive, I think. <laughs> so this is what I've come up with. I've created my own game. Okay. Okay, so okay, we're going to do a little bit of trivia, a little okay. cast trivia. Ooh. We're, we're, we're going to see how well he really knows his cast members. So it's just that you have to we answer. Have to speak in a British yes, accent. Yeah. Yeah. Speak in a British just accent. You two. Just us. Yeah. And this is what's going to happen. Okay. Can I have the pen and the paper, please? Yes. We'll okay. judge. I'm well, ten. I'm going to. I am going to ask you fifteen questions about your cast members to oh see how God. well you know them. <laughs> you will have ten seconds to answer. And oh Paige, God, I'm nervous. Oh, blast! <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> and Anise, Drat. since you have the phone, you are going to time him with the ten minutes and tell him when ten. Ten minutes. Ten, I mean, ten, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten, you have ten minutes per answer. So oh, take your time. Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> take your time. There's only ten minutes left in the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me type in so I can get my questions. Are you nervous? Are you, do you know a lot about your uh, fellow castmates? Are you? Well, we'll see. I, do you I, delve into the? I guess we'll have to see, though. <laughs> okay. Are you? Are you ready, Anique? Uh, I'm probably killing this accent right now. I knew how to do right that. Right I would be. <laughs> so, you're murdering it. <laughs> Blast! Oh well, then there it's we go. There you okay. go. Okay. Start and then, but then again, I'm from technically Brooklyn. Technically, yeah. technology Brooklyn accent. I know. I could do that really easily. Yeah. Okay, oh, you guys ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Hey, wait. Don't look at you me. You want me to start? Oh, sorry. Do you, do you want me to start Jesus. after you ask the question? Yes. As soon as I ask the question, I'm going to need you to start the timer. Ready? Okay. Okay. Question number one. What is Jay Ryan's real name? Bunyan. Yes. His name's Bunyan. Okay. <laughs> His last name. Yes. Okay. Oh. Ready? His last name. <laughs> Before <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, Kristen played what Ten character? Ten seconds. Run along. <laughs> That was two. Oh, dang it. Well, that okay. was one. Oh, two. Okay. Oh, no, you, okay, ready? The next ready? Start over. Okay, we're going to start over. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is Max Brown's zodiac sign? Oh, God. <laughs> zodiac sign. Are you um, counting? Uh, I'm just going to say Aries. <clears throat> nope, he's an Aquarius. <clears throat> Blimey. Dawning of the age okay. of Aquarius. <laughs> Kristen is of what two ethnicities? Um, uh, Dutch and Chinese? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Question number six. Before Brian White was an actor, he was what? He was a professional <laughs> football player and lacrosse player and businessman. Yes. What type of businessman? Uh, Wall Street. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Something store, with store money. Broker. There you yes. go. Wall Street. You were, he was, you he was. And what team did he play on when he played football? Patriots. Oh, gosh. Oh, my He's kind good. of man. Okay. What's Jay Ryan's favorite color? But I'm a giant fan, so well, <laughs> they beat the Patriots twice. I don't want to talk um, about that. So what's whose favorite color? Mm-hmm. Uh, where's your oh, so, sorry. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Oh, whose favorite color? Yeah, Jay Ryan. 
black. You sound more oh. Australian. Sorry, it's all the British he wears out every there. every piece of wardrobe he wears. Uh, uh, it was electric blue, Ooh. not just blue, electric. That's so blue. Kiwi of him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nina is in what movie with Meryl Streep? Oh, Devil Wears Prada. Oh, very oh, good. Love it. Oh, good. What's good? Good. 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 That's a uh, little German. Pirates? What? Eastern European. Okay. When is Jay Ryan's birthday? Oh. I don't know. What? Um, uh, excuse me. August 29th, 1981. Me. Oh. Okay. Giving away his age, aren't Oops, sorry. <laughs> August what? Google did that. August 29th. So 29th. You better mark that in your calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the beasties will remind oh. me. Do it. They will. They yeah. will. So, question number 12. What is the name of Kristen's British bulldog? Oh, a oh, British bulldog? Yes. I didn't even know she had a British bulldog. Um, Chuck. <laughs> Beep. No, it's Dublin. Dub. That's a well. That's Irish. It's British. Irish. Yeah. I don't know. That's like a conflict of interest, isn't it? <laughs> you should it? have to take that up with yeah. <laughs> The Queen will not approve of that. Off with your head. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. France. Qu- question number thirteen. We are almost done. What two shows is Nicole Anderson best known for? Um, Jonas Brothers. Yeah. And uh, I don't know the other one. Oh, uh, some Disney show. <laughs> no, make it or break it. It's gymnastics. Oh, yes, right. She is was... she really a gymnast? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. So Kristen has a oh, what? Oh, she was, yeah. Oh, what belt does she have in karate? I'm going to say black belt. No. No? Purple. Purple? Purple. Yes. The color Last suits one. Her. Repeat okay. after me. Oh, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle peppers. How many pickle people? Oh, shit. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle peppers. How many pickle peppers did Peter Piper pick? Amen! Yeah. How many did you get right? Um, you know, okay, that so... Was pretty, that was pretty good. No. I was you nervous, and I felt pretty good about it. You, no, you did pretty good. I Even if I get... Four passing. wrong. It's a passing. Yeah, you got four yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. So you definitely passed because I actually lost count after seven. I was okay. I was thought I was with you guys. I was marking them, and then you're like number twelve, and I was like, wait, did I just not <laughs> take score for five? I think I got five wrong. I may have gotten. You five might wrong. have gotten five wrong. That's okay. We'll give you five. Honestly, it's the best policy. That is, that's very in true. England or the United States. <laughs> but you didn't get you didn't get important ones wrong. You know, I know you didn't. So They're really important. But besides yeah. the birthday, I mean, you should probably know that. Yeah. Does he know yours? Probably not. No, I know. I know. It's okay. As long as you know your family's birthdays and you're yes, good, then you're, then you're clear. And you're well, with all these white. birthday counters yeah. on the internet and the like, iPhone, it's like... I know, you just set an alarm. I don't know anyone's number anymore, you know? Mm-mm. I still don't know my house phone, though. What? Call my mom on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I gave that to, you know, when they're like, can I have your phone number? I'm like, yep. Then I just give them the house phone. <laughs> I'm like, Some random guy that. calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean at the store, not. No, oh gosh, that's so funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, I have to ask you. Do you have like what's your like most embarrassing moment on set? Oh, um, it's just yeah. Usually it's not remembering my lines, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you. I, well, I. This is. I, I'll admit this openly. I'm a total like in the summer. I sweat. <laughs> so in the winter, it's fine. I'm. I'm like usually perfect. But it was like really hot in the warehouse for like the first three months of shooting, and Ugh. we were shooting in you know humid weather, and I was just like, 
it's one of those things where I'm like, do you see any spots? Is like, how many pits? How many pits? Oh yeah, total, total, total backup shirts, total like doubles on all the wardrobe, even when I don't do stunts. That's, yeah. that's why I wear pattern shirts. That's <laughs> little nice. secret. That's a good yeah, trick. Yeah. People at home, if you sweat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, 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 patterns. Yeah. Oh, and funny. Black. And black. And black. Always been on black. Oh, well, hey, they say that. They <laughs> say that. So, yeah. that's funny. Are you doing anything right now? Like, I know you're home for the summer, but, like, are you doing... Whoa. <laughs> <What> <laughs> um, are you doing anything like acting wise this summer? Like I know you've done theater in the past. I didn't know if you were part of anything here. No, in LA. yeah, it's it's hard to kind of get you know involved, jump from because we're pretty locked into Toronto for mm-hmm. the most part, and we really can't do any too much else. I mean, I could do a film or you know TV guest star mm-hmm. um, through uh, you know the next two months, but. Uh, most shows, network shows are done. Yeah, <laughs> so really it would done. have to be a cable show or a uh, you know, movie. So mm-hmm. if that happens, it, it would be great. But it's nice to know have that I'll, <laughs> I'll have work in July and <laughs> right? I can enjoy my friends and family. And uh, if something else comes up, I'm all game, especially something totally different than JT. Yeah. Like I heard that you like, I was just going to say, I heard that you like doing the like evil roles. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't really do it that much. It's always like nice guy, best friend, buddy, mm-hmm. confidant. And... Uh, there's a little, there's a little dark danger in there. Side. There's a little dark side. And <laughs> you know, I was you know born in Brooklyn, and so it's rough. that's right. I want to hear the, I want to hear the uh, Brooklyn accent, Brooklyn New York. Accent. Yeah. I can't. Re- it's hard to do when you like uh, oh, when yeah. you try to cover it up for so many years. I try to cover it up, but yeah, I can yeah. pack my cast somewhere if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have it yet? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, it's very crowded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, yeah, you work. I must imagine. Did you have to really work it getting rid of that accent? Well, not getting it rid of it. It still comes but... out every now and then. You know, just it's mainly the R's and the the T's and the D's. Like, don't really pronounce T's at the <laughs> end. It's like D. You know, everything's a D. So, like, the I'm going to the store. You yeah. Know, like, so I could say I'm going to the, the store. <laughs> the R's are a little easier at the end, but when you get all excited. Or like relax, you just you know mm-hmm. kind of forget about it. But you know when you're playing a biochemist, uh, it's you, easy to it's, forget. You know, <laughs> no, well you have to remember it because some of these words I have to look up on the internet for the pronunciation. You know, do you ever wonder what they are? You're like, what is this <laughs> that I'm saying? Oh, totally, all yeah. the time. Like probably once an episode, I have to look it up on WebMD or like. Uh, um, science.com or I that's don't even know if that's a real one. Science.com. <laughs> it sounded real. Biochemistry.com. Yes. Yes. WebMD. Yeah. I don't doubt Web it. WebMD. Yeah. WebMD is real. It is real. Yeah, yeah. Don't use it to diagnose yourself. No. Tell you no. no. <laughs> You'll walk away thinking you have like eight diseases yeah. by the time you're done. Yeah. I've done that before. Uh, oh my God. Oh, so yeah, funny. No. You're also a huge advocate for the uh, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation yeah, yeah. because you were diagnosed with diabetes at a young age. Yeah. At nine, I think, yeah, right? Right it was? when I was, uh, right before I turned nine, it was like my ninth birthday present. Oh. <laughs> and my dad had a candy store. <laughs> oh. really and does. I can't have sugar, yeah, totally. Uh, but it's, you know, kind of the story of my life that way where, you know, everything is with a grain of salt and, you know, uh, there is sugar-free candy mm. and there is, mm-hmm. you know... It, it it was a guide to not really dive into the candy every time you know we on the weekends and um, my parents were good about it anyway they didn't really let me have too much sugar like sugar cereals I kind of leaned towards the healthier cereals anyway so when I got diabetes it was wasn't that big of a shift and I was very active 
Um, but, you know, living with it and, and it's kind of helped me organize my life in a way that um, aids in being a successful actor and, mm -hmm. and you know, being uh, kind of on top of myself as, as a, um, you know, a, a diabetic, health-wise, diet-wise, it kind of translates to the real world, you know, with with my career and financials and just being, you know, kind of the best actor I could be. Mm -hmm. um, so it's... Uh, do you have any foundations or anything that you like to work with? Well, JDRF, oh, okay. um, JDRF International. I did uh, when I was in Canada, being in Canada, you know, uh, stuck there for the show. But there was a uh, Kids for the Cure Lobby Day okay. um, uh, that the JDRF uh, Canada organized for to have kids from all the different provinces petition the government for more funding for research. And Toronto, uh, Ontario specifically, is where insulin was discovered. So and developed. So they're at the cutting edge of a lot of uh, diabetes research, and so they were just asking the government for more. And I kind of went, and they had all these kids from all over the country and and all the provinces petitioning the government to try to get as much funding as possible, and you know, telling their stories of how what they have to deal with every day that most kids don't have to deal mm -hmm. with. And mm -hmm. that's kind of like the main reason I do it is that when I was a kid. I would have loved to have someone that I knew was either a professional baseball player or an actor or, like, someone that, you know, in a career that I aspired to be in that I knew had diabetes and, and that kind of was a, a sign that uh, I could do that, too, or mm -hmm. anything is possible, so... Yeah, that's that, awesome. That's nice, though, because you get to give back and you, you know what they're going through, so it's exactly, relatable yeah. for them and for you as well, yeah. so... That's always important. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions because I told our Twitter followers that they could send me some questions okay, and I okay. would ask you for them. So, um, okay. At TV Republic wants to know, how are the fans from Beauty and the Beast different from Life Unexpected? Uh, well, it, mm. the fans <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast are much... Uh, crazy is a very, you know, stigmatic word. So uh, it, they're awesome. They're, um, I think, much more rabid partly because of the immediate kind of panic that this show might not continue. And it was more, I think, you know, self-fulfilled that they thought that that was going to happen, but we kind of felt good. We got a back nine pretty soon, pretty quickly after we aired. And so it was like, oh, we don't want this show to be canceled. So they kind of started all these, you know, trending events and, and websites. And so um, I feel like compared to Life Unexpected where... Um, I think it just uh, Beauty and the Beast spans like such a, a wider a age range, mm -hmm. um, and I think is is just uh, it, the type of show it is and the the action, the supernatural, the romance. I feel like it, and there's a lot more upbeat stuff that goes on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Life Unexpected is you know there was dark you know stuff and real stuff that sometimes you know weren't like. Let me go out and trend this on the right. internet. You know, right. you know, Lux just got dumped. Yeah. You know, hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Lux, Lux got dumped. Um, you know, oh. Kate is cheating on Ryan. Right. You know. That was like one of my favorite shows. And yeah. it was so sad when it got canceled. I, like, I still talk to those guys. They're awesome. You still talk to Chris? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. Met He's him a amazing, few times. yeah. All right. So at PenPal02 wants to know when you guys found out about the renewal. Um, I found out three hours before I drove back from Toronto, and I found out just outside of Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, celebrate! Just outside of Vegas. Like, let's turn around, go back to Vegas for a couple <laughs> hours, and then go back to L.A. Now, 
It was awesome. I found that at a rest stop on, <laughs> Very cool. on Route 10 or Route 15. Route 15. Oh, gosh. All right. So, um, go underscore 889 would like to know, how do you think Vincent and Kat's relationship affects JT and Vincent's friendship? Um, I think in a weird way, it's kind of made it stronger. Mm-hmm. Um because it's another dimension that uh, in which JT's had to be there for, for Vincent. And it's opened up uh, JT's world to the possibility of him having a relationship, i.e. with Sarah. Right. And so he's kind of been inspired by their love and their connection to find that for himself in this crazy kind of world where they're being hunted by Muirfield and trying to live off the grid for right. the most part. So no jealousy there. No, I'm sure yeah. in the beginning it was like, you know, there's a little kind of time jealousy thing where you're like, you're stealing my time with my best friend, but let's say for 10 years living with another heterosexual man <laughs> in a warehouse, yeah. there's there's a lot of time that you, you could do without that person. Yeah. So, you know, they're still going to be there when you get back, but yeah. it's like, you know, that's not such a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my last question at Bettina. Which cast member is attending the CW Upfront this May? Um, I don't even know if that's like... Uh, um, I can talk about it. Yeah, I, I, I think all of them. I think oh. everyone. Okay. Uh, there's uh, Upfront in LA and New York, so uh, I think the Fab Four may be in New York and uh, some other people may <laughs> be in, uh, in LA. Nice. Right. Yeah. Okay. You'll have to look out for that one. Yeah, why? yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, why don't we? Because I know you don't had a big... Don't stock the red carpet oh. or the green carpet sure, or green. whatever <laughs> color it's going to be this year. <laughs> so I know you had a big announcement, but why don't we put that into our news and gossip? Nice. After Buzz TV News. All right, so you had a big announcement. Yes, we had a, uh, a beastie uh, creativity contest. And I had to write it down because they're all hashtags and, Hashtag and, and weird, uh, weird Twitter handles. Um, so we had a creativity contest, and we had done a, a, a kind of a U.S. one mm-hmm. where we had you had to take a picture of you watching that episode and make a caption and, and make it creative and do the hashtag that was trending that night. And so it was a similar thing where the beastie international audience had to be as creative as possible and uh, we were giving out the first time we gave out uh, um, an autograph poster and this time was we had extra BATB sweatshirts that people saw in videos and were like I want a sweatshirt and so we we got our hands on a couple and so there's four main winners of the the uh, and I'll announce the rest on Twitter because they'll be like kind of concession uh, you know consolation prizes. So I had to do it from each from one different country. So the first is from Brazil Ooh, uh, wow. because the Brazil uh, Beasties helped us aided us in a great uh, way to win the People's Choice Award. So they had to represent and uh, the video was soccer fans watching. Beauty and the Beast, oh, and so, so Brazil funny. is a big soccer yeah. country, and so it was these reactions, how they were reacting to Go! Alex and, and you know, like a, like Alex and Vincent kissing, and then finally the kiss, and they cheered, and it was just a great kind of simple juxtaposition and showing how your country and Beauty and the Beast kind of connected, and the winner of that is uh, at Di underscore Mog, so at Di underscore M-O-G. Okay. Um, and her name is Amanda Gurios. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yeah. it. But okay, so there's a France one who baked and made a pastry with uh, Vincent's uh, scar on it and <laughs> with, uh, with uh, from the uh, Masquerade episode mm-hmm. with uh, Kat's 
eye makeup and says BATB hashtag and you know two cups of champagne two flutes of champagne and the French flag and that is Aurel underscore BATB so at A-U-R-E-L underscore B-A-T-B and the the third one is from Canada uh, and it's uh, her name's Leanna or Lena Hodge and she did Twas the Night Before the Finale she wrote a poem so that was the creative aspect and she's from Winnipeg, Canada and her uh, Twitter handle is at L-H-O-D-G-E 99 Uh, so those three people are getting sweatshirts and this last one is getting a sweatshirt too um from the U.S., they created Barbie dolls of the cast, and they made a reenactment of the masquerade where Vincent and Catherine were kissing, did the makeup on, wow. on the Barbie dolls, and put it in a, uh, a historic mission in, in their town in Riverside, California. So wow. um, her hash, uh, her uh, Twitter handle is Joan Vamp Slayer, J-O-A-N-V-A-M-P-S-L-A-Y-E-R. Um, and the last kind of thing I want to do is uh, it was South Africa. Um, we had one more. We gave out these con- consolation prizes that were pillowcases. One says beauty, one says beast. Aww. And so um, we had one left. And so uh, I want to give that to uh, these South African beasties that petitioned to get Beauty and the Beast in their country. Oh, okay. And they got it on a network wow. in their country with all their efforts, Twitter, you know, tweeting. The, the network and et cetera and so on. They kind of showed that through a video. Um, and the the hash, the, uh, I keep saying hashtag. I'm sorry, hashtag. The handle uh, is at JHB underscore SA. And the other, they, it was two people, uh, at Graysint1. So at G R E Y C E N T 1. And uh, they basically did the video of how to beast out or how to be a beastie. Wow. Um, and how to get Beauty and the Beast in your country. So, nice. Um, very creative beasties out there. There was a ton of awesome entries that we don't have that many sweatshirts <laughs> or <laughs> things to give out. But there's some cool consolation prizes that I'm going to list on my Twitter account nice. that people should check out. So for. this is the first time anyone's ever hearing the winner. That was the announcement. Nice. Congratulations. Where was the drum roll? I know. Marissa. Uh, oh, audience. We got claps. We got claps. <laughs> nice. That works. That um, works. Well, yeah. congratulations, everybody. Yes. Who won? Good for you. I'd like a sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm not that <laughs> I'm just not that creative. I like wish I could be, but I'm not. No. No, I'm not. All right. Well, why don't we get into some predictions? Uh-oh. <laughs> and now... You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I know, this is really creepy. This is, like, this is like the sound I made with the candle. I was like, maybe yeah. I shouldn't have made that silly. <laughs> um, so I had a picture. Marissa, if you could post the picture. There is a picture. It's not going to be up here, but it's the one where you guys did the Star Wars pose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is my prediction, and maybe you can confirm or deny. But I noticed, because it says season two, and um, Evan's in the picture. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. Is that just because he wanted to be a part of the picture, or is like maybe he's alive? No, a beastie did that. Uh, like someone oh, online did they that. They photoshopped it? I mean, it. Yeah, they photoshopped wow. it and made it look like it was drawn. You like you, you could do that. I thought you guys of... like really posed for it. Uh, no, no, it was totally oh, like, and you know, actually Nina's eyes are there. <laughs> That's when she's like in a stormtrooper or something. Uh. But uh, it was uh, it was uh, a beastie. I, I wish I knew who who it was, but I just kind of stole it. A lot of my pages still in beastie, <laughs> from the uh, creativities, and you know I put them on my page. So 
Well, then there goes my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, we, I mean, I love Max, uh, and, you know, and it would be great to have him back. And, you know, obviously it would be up to him and the writers and all that stuff and, and what they plan on for the future. And they're mm-hmm. kind of in their process of creating what, you know, what the second season's going to be right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll be a cyborg you know, awesome. uh, Muirfield agent yes. for good, Mu- yeah. uh, or uh, a beast for good. Right. Like, like I'm hoping. You know, I don't know. That's my thoughts. Retain his science knowledge. <laughs> and I just want to say that I called it when we were talking about Gay being a beast, like yeah. right. episodes ago. I knew it. I knew, knew it. it. Yeah, I didn't think he was. And so here's my prediction, though. Okay. I think he's a beast, but I don't think he's going to be the same as Vincent because you figured they were testing on him. Years before they ever tested on Vincent, and there's still issues with Vincent. So they have to have some things going on. So there must be, and he has all those pills he takes um, all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think he was a pre Vincent attempt at a beast, and he's looking for Vincent for a way to handle whatever he is. Because it seems like he's losing control. Um, we all kind of commented he was really not attractive. He's not a he cute beast. Uh-uh. He's not yeah, a cute yeah. beast. And I don't necessarily think Vincent's a cute beast. I think we just like Vincent, so we're like, oh, he's cute. Yeah, yeah. But that's true. If I okay. saw that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just uh, yeah, he like freaked me out though as a beast. He's freaky, but maybe yeah. it's because he's a first generation beast. Maybe. maybe they're just a little more intense, a little more green-ish. I don't know. He looked green, but yeah. I think he's coming. I don't think. I know I don't have good thoughts about Gabe, but I'm almost thinking that he's not looking for Vincent for, think, to hurt him, but to like try and figure out his own self. Well, so I think he's going to try to find a cure. Maybe they'll try to find a cure together with, with oh, JT. Be cute. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I'm not, I can't say anything. Yeah, you know, no. Whether it's right or wrong, you know? You can just, mm. just listen. To <laughs> what about you? Mm. Actually, Paige took my prediction because oh. that's exactly what I was going to say. Sorry. So, Boom. Well, we'll see, I guess. Ditto. Oh. And now you have me all nervous for the finale because you keep saying it's a cliffhanger. So. Always. Oh. Every episode. I mean, is there anything you can tease us? Just leave us with. Um, well, you see, yeah, <laughs> Beast Gabe attacks JT. So, okay. oh, does he? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I missed that, that last moment oh, of the, the of the preview. Like, yeah. Um, so, and when you know, uh, Gabe had that so, someone above his head about to body slam. Mm-hmm. That was JT. Oh. oh. Are you a wrestler? <laughs> what? Right? Right? Oh, funny JT's guy. hospital scene. And I'm just oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I can't really tease too much. You oh, know? Yeah, That's it's okay. it's like you guys are pretty on uh, with your predictions, but I'm not gonna say what. Okay, uh, don't. Um, yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't like but spoilers. A lot so. of it comes out next episode, and then uh, you'll see what happens in the finale. Perfect. That you, I don't think anyone could predict. Uh-oh. Oh, we're looking forward to that. Ooh. Well, thank you so much, Austin, oh, no for thank coming you guys. by. We have a blast. Yeah. And thank you guys for tuning in and watching with us. So until next time, leave us your Twitter handle. Yes, you can find me, Paige Sullivan, on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Sell. And you can find me on Twitter at Justinique and my website, anique24.com. And I'm Allie Corner Bradford. You can find me at Kiss My Passport. And you can find me at at Austin Basis. <laughs> Pretty simple. Hashtag uh, Austin. Website AustinBasis.com. <laughs> Facebook official Austin Basis. Oh, he's there easy. Yeah. He's yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> no one has my name. No. No. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, interesting. Not really. Oh. Well, not that I met. <laughs> <laughs> so if your name is Austin Basis, no. make sure you tweet at him. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much again for joining in and have a wonderful night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.